Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show coming up this week from the You Can't Fix Stupid department. Two people are banned from Walt Disney World after attempting to bring loaded guns into the parks. We're also going to tell you about several things coming to Walt Disney World for the holiday season this year. And we're going to talk a little bit about what we're most looking forward to for the holidays. All that coming up next from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. This is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 915 for the week of November 1st, 2016. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, the lovely Ms. Teresa Eccles. Hey. The lovely Ms. Ms. Oliver Queen. (laughs) Hello. The lovely Ms. Rhino Clavin. Well, hello. The dashing and handsome Mr. Corey Martin. I'm just happy to be here. And Craig. (laughs) <laughs> Our lovely and talented producer, Mr. Craig Williams. Hello. Oh, welcome to the show, everyone. It is good to be back, and I, I want to start off by thanking uh, so many of you for your kind thoughts and uh, uh, condolences to me and to my family uh, these past few weeks. For those who uh, may not know, uh, my sister Susan passed away very suddenly on uh, October 20th, and uh it was, uh, as you, I'm sure you can understand, it was uh, a shock to the entire family and um, spent the last couple of weeks just kind of dealing with that and being with my family. So uh, that's why I was not on the show. But uh, I want to thank, uh, in particular, obviously, my entire team for doing such an amazing job uh, in my absence, but particularly Craig, um, who really made it very easy for me. Um, to be with my family and not have to worry about what was going on back here. I'm kind of taking care of things and not letting anything bleed over uh, into that part of uh, that part of my life. And I can't begin to thank you enough uh, for that gift because, uh, you know, I really needed that time with my family and knowing that everything here between Corey and you and, and John and Kevin, everything was in very, very good hands. You all did a great job. I really appreciate it, but I just wanted to make sure I threw that out there. Thank you. As as well. But moving on to some housekeeping. First of all, does anybody have anything for housekeeping before I do the shows? Um, does any of our listeners need candy? I'm not <laughs> a lot of candy right now. That's, that's about it. No. My mother warned me about this. <laughs> Stay away from the man that offers you free candy. <laughs> you didn't listen. <laughs> and look That's how he got to America. <laughs> That's why he's married to a man. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, let's just talk about, a little bit about uh, the shows we have coming up every Monday on YouTube.com slash Dreams Unlimited Travel. Uh, the Dreams Unlimited Travel Show with uh, Tracy Heinrichs, John Magi, and Kevin Close. Craig, what do we have coming up this week? Uh, the episode that went up yesterday was about Walt Disney World vacation packages, a question and answer show about mm-hmm. anything you need to know on that. And I believe next week it is going to be about what Dreams Unlimited Travel is looking for uh, in future agents, because I believe that may be a consideration coming up at some point. Oh, I think it's more than a consideration coming up. I, Dreams is going to be hiring agents. There you go. Um, You're I allowed to tell say you that, that now. Um, so if you're interested in learning and knowing what is required and uh, what's involved with becoming a Dreams Unlimited Travel agent, be sure to watch next Monday's show. So uh, that's every Monday. You can check that out on YouTube. Like I said, youtube.com slash Dreams Unlimited Travel. Of course, you can find all of our shows, disunplugged.com as well. Uh, Also, every Monday, the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged with host Tom Bell and his team from out in California on this week's show. Tony Spatel has some recommendations for late night dining in and around the Disneyland Resort, specifically things that will be open after the parks close. And one of my favorite things to do, 
out in California. There's so much good eating. So much. Mm-hmm. There's such a great variety of things, like within like walking distance oh, of the yeah. parks. Um, so look forward to listening to that. Uh, of course, every Thursday, disunplugged.com, the universal edition of the Disunplugged with Craig Williams, Rhino Clavin, and Oliver Green. And what is it this week, Craig? Uh, well, even though there's still two more nights of Halloween Horror Nights left in the uh, 2016 Halloween season, I think we're going to start looking at what to expect with the holiday season coming up, similarly to what we're doing today on this show. Okay. Will Ollie be well, dressing up? Yeah. <laughs> Will there be well, a wig? I mean, let's take in the set. <laughs> if there's enough requests, I'll uh, fulfill He'll do people's his, dreams. You'll do your slutty elf uh Routine? Oh, yes. <laughs> I want to see that. I'm sorry. Merry <laughs> Christmas to me. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we should. Uh, maybe we should do a give kids the world. Uh, raise enough money, and uh, uh, Oliver dresses a slutty elf. Yeah, I'll do that. Why not? <laughs> he did the first round for free. I don't know why. <laughs> my favorite photo on my phone is that picture of you right now. <laughs> it's terrifying. Okay. Um, and also every Friday ish. Uh, Diz Pop, Rhino Clavin. What's this Friday about? Um, well, I'm going to miss the premiere of Doctor Strange um, because I have some friends in town. And so Craig is going to do an audio uh, review for me because mm-hmm. he got to see an advanced screening of that. And then I think I might uh, uh, do a debate over whether Nightmare Before Christmas is a Halloween or a Christmas movie because we are right in the middle right now and I feel like it's the perfect time to start I, that off. And I, I'll tell you now, I think that it's it, it's both. Who's going to be really the moderator? Oh, yeah, I should do I should do like a boxing match yeah, thing. He's like a moderator for this. You know, my, <laughs> Oliver comes out in his Heidi costume with the I, yes. One of the things I like about it because I have a lot of Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. stuff in the house yeah. right now. Um and I like that I can put it up in September and leave it up through the Stay holidays. That's true, yeah. yeah. Um, I do love that. That, you know, so there's that. So that's uh, this Friday, disunplug.com, Dispop with Rhino and other people sometimes. So um, you want to talk a little bit about uh, Patreon? Oh, yeah, sure. I thought you were going to do the best and worst show. Oh, that's yeah. right. Uh, that's what I thought you'd remember then. So Wednesdays as well. I'll forgive him as soon as it's so new still. But on Wednesdays, uh, we have the best and worst show going live at uh, 1 p.m. Uh, and this week, I am joined by Steve Elias Porter. I couldn't think of a good female name. Stephane. Steve Porter. Stephen Elizabeth. Stephen Elizabeth. That's the, that's that's the, the fallback. Deep. That's the go-to. Uh, yeah, me and Steve are discussing some of the overrated things uh, over at Epcot. So, yeah, look forward to that. It's a good show. If you do say so yourself. It's, if I do say so myself, indeed. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> um, yeah. How can they see it early, though? Oh, exactly. What, what a lead-in. Look at that, Craig. I need not <laughs> look at that. Uh, yes, if you if you do enjoy the, uh, the best and worst shows, and I don't know why you wouldn't. They're absolutely fantastic. You can see them a week early uh, if you are... Uh, a member of our Patreon audience. So um, the best and worst shows, getting them early isn't the only thing you can see over at Patreon. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes content. Patreon is, for those who don't know. Patreon is a service in which you can support uh, the Diz Unplugged, but through a financial uh, contribution every month, and it goes towards um, things here at the show, so future projects as well as equipment and whatnots and day-to-day running costs. Uh, Oliver's and, slutty elf outfit. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how much it costs to wear so little. Um, <laughs> I've thrown myself off now. Uh, yeah, and, and in <laughs> return you get... on that, actually. It, <laughs> In return, you get some uh, digital content. So you get early access to some of the vlogs we do, early access to uh, some of the shows we do. Occasionally, Dispop will go up early Mm -hmm. um, if we have one. We tend to get the best and worst shows up every week. I've not missed one yet, so you get early access to those, as well as some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. So um, you can can look at Rhino Thoughts. I think I actually put a photo up there for everybody to see, too, right? You did, yeah. Access? Okay. There's, there's an awful lot up there right now. There's yeah. a lot up there. Lots Behind of the photos. Scenes, like you trying on dresses. Oh, it's yeah. yeah. Like you know, I don't I don't know if you actually <laughs> got a full oh, view. I can't even see that picture because I oh, want to send this to you. Sweet but, lord, have you, have my you not hats. seen this? No. <laughs> <laughs> have you not? Oh, so yeah. Okay. I was gonna text that to you to cheer you up over the weekend. <laughs> Who's the dude or the? That's what happens when like Pete lets us down. <laughs> 
Um, what happens when you're not here? So you want to take back that thank you, you Craig? Could, if you could only know, if you could only know what I'm looking at here. Well, if Patreon supporters are really able of, to see it. I, I've, I've seen a lot of disturbing things in my I have 29 years on there. One on there too. This, this is terrifying. <laughs> What's up there with that Bob photo? You see that Bob photo behind you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so. You so get this, uh, fun you behind know, we're the trying, scenes. We're trying to attract people to Patreon, not repel them. <laughs> That's another gem. Oh, <laughs> she what didn't have her wig on. What are you yeah. doing? So, you know, that's one of those. He, I released it to everybody, and then he was like, you realize that's the only thing you released to everybody. You're going to scare them away. So so yeah. I put another little stuff up there. But so, yeah, it's. Fun um, stuff. There's a lot of stuff up there. Right? Yeah. A lot of fun stuff. Yeah. You know, like from the birdcage when um, I'm across between Lucy and Ricky. Yeah, and it's terrifying. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cross between Sonny and Cher, and it's terrifying. You know I did the whole Universal show like that, right? No. Yeah. No, for Halloween. No, no, there was a death in my family. I was <laughs> I other things going on, not paying attention to you uh, and whether or not I you're apologize. doing shows and bad drag. Not the whole show. The lipstick around the mouth didn't come till the very end. He yeah, started, he started out sw- somewhat tasteful, and then it got just twisted. He lost his mind. Yeah. Oh, well. So nice to know. <laughs> so nice to know. <laughs> but... Uh, Mm. Yeah. 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 So that that's what you can expect as a patron of our show. <laughs> I hope that people immediately go and start patronizing immediately so that they can just see that photo. Like, I, I want to judge and see how much goes in between now and then just to see that. Or how much what we lose. <laughs> right? Yeah. Everyone Who doesn't come back? <laughs> the first site to be banned from Patreon. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, With the excuse, that's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. Thank you, Oliver. Anything else in housekeeping? All right. So let's let's move on to the news. Uh, oh, John and Kevin are not here. John is actually up in New Jersey visiting his uh, dad, and Kevin's a little under the weather. So uh, that is why they are not here. But very happy to have Miss Teresa sitting at my side. Always good to see you, dear. Thank you. I never get to sit here. It's interesting. You've I sat there like the last three weeks. Yeah, the last <laughs> you know what? I never get to Pete sit here wasn't this, here this month. Listen to me. I like to sit next to Pete. It's much nicer than sitting next to you, Craig. Oh, she's so sweet. That's why I love her so much. All right. So let's let's talk about let's talk about this ass clown um, <laughs> that got banned from Disney World after bringing a loaded gun into Epcot. A man who attempted to bring a loaded gun into Epcot has been arrested and banned from the parks. Michael Langston, 61, of Abita Springs, Louisiana, went through the no-bag line at the Epcot entrance and was then selected for a random screening in the metal detector. Langston then told the security officer that he was carrying a gun. A Disney supervisor, as well as an off-duty Orange County deputy, were called over, and they took Langston to a patrol vehicle that was parked nearby. At that time, they removed his gun, which was a Smith & Wesson Bodyguard 380 automatic with a full six-round magazine. Security officer who selected Langston for the metal detector says he believes that he would not have declared his weapon if he had not been chosen for the extra screening. He was charged with suspicion of unlawful possession of a concealed firearm. He was also banned from Disney property. Um, (laughs) I just hate that he's from Louisiana. Such a bad rap. Well, it doesn't matter. (laughs) No, it's not like, you know, it's not like all the people of Louisiana like this. This Um, is crazy. But um, a loaded gun in a theme park. And you know what? In the event, any of you are going to send me emails talking about his right to protect himself. Shut up. Just shut up. It's private property. Disney has a very strict rule. That is their right. It is their right to say on their property they don't want loaded guns. I'm not going to get into a gun debate here. But... I'm sorry. Has there been a rash of violent shootings at Disney that people need to arm themselves going into the parks? No. If you're going into the parks with a loaded gun, guess what? You're, doing, you're up to no good. You are the criminal. You're not protecting yourself. You are looking to do something. You are looking to cause some damage. 
And that's the presumption I have. I don't care about anybody else. That's a presumption I have when I hear a story like this. You're bringing a loaded gun into a theme park full of kids. You're up to no good. And I hope this guy rots in jail because that's where he belongs. You know, some people um, carry, like, pocket knives. and so, you, know, you can almost say, you know, walk through, oh, crap, I forgot I had a pocket knife in. But a loaded gun, you know you, you can't just say. He didn't say, say he forgot it. Did he? He just. Well, no, he I, just, I don't know. I didn't know. The original thing too said that they didn't believe that he was going to present it either. That it wasn't. It wasn't going to be a come up. He came up because he was selected for the screening. It wasn't like he came up and said, "Just so you know, I'm carrying a concealed weapon." And if too much of this yeah. happens, if too much of this happens, continues to happen because he's. In, we've had a few of these stories this year. Yeah. Then what? What's going to end up being is that mm-hmm. there is going to be a bank. Everybody mm-hmm. is going to walk through. Metal metal detector screenings going into the park. They're going to have no ready choice for that now because think of the people that are just walking in without a bag now. Yeah, they're, that are getting through. Yeah, I think about that too. The no bag line. The no bag line. You could have anything on your body, right? Mm. It's. I think it's. To be honest with you, for as annoying as it would be, and for as terrible as it would be in terms of crowds yeah. at the, at the gates, I almost think Disney needs to do this now. Because it is only a matter of time before some idiot like this gets into the park with a loaded gun and does something. I'm not 100% positive. I know at least one of the parks has started enforcing all guests without bags through metal detectors. I think that is going to become the policy as long as uh, I think, they have you know it what? set up. I think it's got to be all guests. It has to be. That's what they do at Universal. Because you could, no you could bag, check your bag and bag. you still got something on you. I even heard – where did I hear it from? I don't know. I hear a lot. But – um. Where it's like the bag checks, like at Magic Kingdom, were going to start happening around the TTC, um, or even before you get on the monorail or the um, or the ferry boat. Wow, that's the way they'd have to approach ticketing? it because they've just not got the space there to do it. If everyone's got to go through a yeah. metal detector, it's got to be done before I mean, you, you get. You would to think. The park. I mean, that would be that would be safer. Like right after you pass the ticketing window there, before but you, before you get on yeah. the monorail before, or the yeah. ferry boat. So once you get to the Magic Kingdom, you're there. You um, would have thought that they'd prefer to do it that way as well, just from the whole like the way Walt Disney wanted it, that whole theming where you come in and you leave that world behind. It's actually, it kind of goes against that ethos to then have to walk through a metal detector because it's this constant reminder mm-hmm. that, you know, it's not necessarily it is, but, safe. It, but, so. but it is, it, that, is, that is just a matter of accepting the world we live in yep. right now. Oh yeah, no, I agree. So as much as I agree that it would be ideal if we didn't have to worry about this, those days are, are, are not here anymore. No, um, I, I completely agree, but that's my point. I'm saying, why don't they move it to the TTC? Because yeah, then it's still, it's, you've got that separation and it's a bit nicer. But you're, you're still doing it. People still walk gonna, across the street from the hotel. You can riders. come in off the, the other hotel. You know, yeah, that you can, there are different points of entry. Yeah, okay. Um, so I, I think that... I think one of the things that would probably discourage Disney from doing this is the fact that they're not going to want to pay they already don't have enough security guards on uh, uh, most of the time for the crowds that they have doing bag checks. Um, the number of times I'm, I'm seeing, you know, there's this massive line and there's only two or three security people checking bags. It's And you've got all these open spots. Yeah. Um, and that's why they need the metal detectors. Yeah. Universal has completely revolutionized how they are doing their bag check because of the metal detector. So now you don't have a security guard fumbling through a bag forever. Yeah. They've got that nice x-ray going through, and they, they see everything that's in the bag quick and easy like a yeah. TSA agent would look at an airport. Granted, things can still slip through that, uh, so it's not always 100% foolproof. But because it's it's now become a much faster process, guests walk through the metal detectors, their bag goes through there, and everyone's out safe and easy. I I have had less problems waiting in lines at Universal now with bag check since they've installed that. And if Disney would do the same thing, it, it would just fix everything. Everybody that- knows the routine of, of metal detectors. Mm. You know, you know, yeah. take stuff out of your pockets. You know, everybody knows that routine. But you know, not everybody knows that whole routine of unzipping every single compartment in your bag. And mm. and under your stroller and all that stuff. I mean, it it, it is. It's a it's time consuming. Yeah, and I think I think it's I think this is one of those times because I just have a bad feeling. I just have a yeah, bad feeling. A There's too many stories like this. Yeah, it's only a matter of time before something happens. And I think Disney needs to be proactive, and they need to start now. They need to start putting everybody that comes into the parks through a metal detector. As much as I hate it. It's what has to be done. 
because there's just too many people out there like this guy. And I'm sorry, I think this guy was up to no good. Yeah, he probably yeah. didn't have fast passes scheduled. Let's, let's assume he, he wasn't, uh, you know, like, even then, I still wonder that somebody could have seen it. He could have flashed it by accident at some point. Somebody else could have run up and grabbed it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I understand why yeah. they do And And, you know, you're talking about... But that's not how this is going to go down. If God right. forbid anything happened, it's, pre- it's going to be premeditated. Yeah. It's going to be planned out and premeditated. Disney's got to be one step ahead. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, and there's only so many things you can do. At the end of the day, when somebody wants to do something, they're going to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can make it as difficult and as discouraging as possible if everybody has to go through a metal detector. Yeah. Um, and this guy, apparently, this, this, this bastion of society is not the only one who uh, decided that this was a good idea. Yet another guest was arrested at Walt Disney World trying to enter the theme park with a hidden gun. This charmer, (laughs) Bailey Turner, uh, on October 26th, was entering Disney's Animal Kingdom when security officers found a gun in her backpack at the bag check. So this rocket scientist left it in her bag. Turner, 23, of Mobile, Alabama, said she had a permit to carry the weapon, but her local sheriff's office said it had expired in January. She was charged with carrying a concealed firearm and is being held on $2,000 bail. Um... Whether you have a permit to carry or not, Disney is private property. It is not public. It is private. The rule says you are not allowed to carry a weapon. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter. Your permit to carry a concealed weapon doesn't matter. It's private property. Leave your stinking gun at home. Don't bring it into a theme park. So I'm glad she at least got nailed with a two thousand dollar fine. You know they don't even let um, kids bring in the the like Star Wars blasters or anything like that anymore. I was on the um, the uh, tram on Friday at Hollywood Studios and they took your blaster. Away? Yeah, they took my blaster. No, I didn't bring a blaster, but they they said. And as I was getting on, anybody that has anything that resembles even resembles looking like a weapon, like a gun, you have to turn around and put it back in your car. You know, it's a different world when Max was three or four he was indiana jones for halloween he had the little revolver in his belt yeah. and you know he oh, looked yeah. like it, he yeah. had a whip and everything you can't do that now you just and in a theme park well i was on han, han solo last night and i'm walking the dog in my neighborhood when i got home and i still had the blaster strapped on my leg and granted it's bright or it's got a bright orange tip and the other thing but it's <laughs> i'm looking at my the you know the light casting my shadow on the wall and I was like, and from the side, it looks like I've got a, yeah. a, yeah, but yeah. the handle, it looked like I had it. So I'm like, oh, we're going to turn around and go back inside right now before I get in trouble. You know, it's it's just, a, it, it's unnerving. And the scariest part of it all is that there's no turning around and going back. It's never going to get no, to the point where we can get that. rid of the stuff that we give up. You know, we give up that. It's just the way the way it is now. Yeah. Can, is. I, can I say something while we're on mugshots? I posted this on Facebook yesterday, um, especially since Halloween was last night. Um, you know, a lot of people get arrested during Halloween, and they're in their costumes. If you want to do something funny, Google Halloween mugshots. Like, looking at the people <laughs> that are, like, in their Halloween costumes with their mugshots, it's hilarious. Don't, don't tune out right now. But do it later. Open up a new browser or something, Wouldn't but it's hilarious. It? I saw a man in a loincloth in Target. Where else can you see that <laughs> except on Halloween, right? It was awesome. Well, well. East Village. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just a Tuesday. That's not even Halloween. my house, you know. <laughs> but, all right, well, off of, yeah. off of idiots with guns in theme parks, um... Cruise Critic has named Adventures by Disney Best River Cruise for Families. I'm going to explain why this is kind of a big deal in a second. Adventures by Disney was chosen as Best River Cruise for Families in the 2016 Cruise Critics Editor's Picks Awards in the River Cruise Line category. Adventures by Disney added river cruising in the summer of 2016 to their already large inventory of vacations. They offer cruises down the Danube and Rhine Rivers. And these awards are chosen by Cruise Critics' international team of editors. Um, this was a big deal. I know for a fact that uh, Adventures by Disney had been working on river, going into river cruises for a few years before they actually launched the product. And it was a big risk for them because it's a very different dynamic. 
uh, in the vacation, the type of vacations that Adventures by Disney normally does. And so I think just from what we're seeing in terms of the sales of these, the reports we're getting coming back from people that are doing them, and then this, that Adventures by Disney made a good choice. And the uh, river cruising is, uh, is, is proving to be very popular. I mean, river cruises in, in particular <clears throat> have been gaining in popularity over the last few years. Uh, now, for those who aren't familiar with what a river cruise is, it's a cruise in the sense that you're in a boat and you're on water. Um, but these are smaller ships. Uh, maybe they hold a few hundred people. The staterooms are considerably smaller. You don't have all the amenities that you would see on a normal luxury liner like one of the Disney cruise ships. Um, but, you know, I understand. I haven't done one yet, but I understand the food is outstanding. But because they're smaller and they can go places that larger cruise ships can't go, like the Danube River or the Rhine, you go to these small ports and have these experiences that are very, very unique. And the nice thing is that it's all-inclusive. So you're not buying shore excursions. You are paying for your, the, the cruise, and at each stop, they have these prearranged tours. It's ABD, that yeah. Are all include, and, and, well, with ABD, you're going with your guides, and it's right. private for you, for your, for your group of ABD people. But it's all prearranged. It's all prepaid. So you're not paying, you know... 300 on top of the cruise, 300 for this shore excursion, 500 for that. Everything's included. So as a result, you know, it, it's gaining a lot of traction and popularity. Now that cruising is as ubiquitous as it is, and the cruise industry has exploded in the last 15, 20 years, um, now what you're finding is people wanting a slightly different take on that experience. And, uh, of course, you know, with Disney Adventures by Disney doing it, there's that family component brought into it. So getting this award from Cruise Critic, I think, is a really big deal for ABD. And I think it, it puts that final stamp of success on a risky product launch for them that has paid off. And anybody who's followed ABD over the years knows that's not always the case when they try a new, a new destination or a new idea. Um, let's take a look at the adventures to Walt Disney World that they launched last year and now for next year I think they're all like to be determined because they didn't sell well and they didn't sell well because they weren't worth it these are worth it though these are worth it and these are selling well now you uh, you said uh, you mentioned the family component uh, that you know river cruising for the most part is for adults only usually um, wealthy adults um, and usually kids aren't really not true Really? Not true. Okay. Now the price point you can get uh, you can get some really good deals on um, you know Viking River Cruises for example. I, that's Viking's not the line that Disney goes with. I forgot the name of the line they go with. Uh, but price aside, uh, like kids usually aren't you know you don't really hear about a lot of families. But Adventures by Disney has brought that family aspect yes. in where you know I guess you know a family of four or whatever can can go and you don't feel like you're um, you know interrupting anybody else on the cruise with kids. Yeah. Uh, in the one itinerary that they do, I know it hits basically all the places that I went to whenever I did my Central Europe ABD uh, with Vienna and uh, uh, Prague, and it was out of this world. I mean, if I had if I had the chance to do that again with the river cruising aspect in it, because you get to go to a couple extra cities, I would do that in an absolute heartbeat. It's amazing places, and I can only imagine how great it is to see it from an actual river as you're going by. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I think the scenery is beautiful, but like I said too, the fact that you get to go to these ports in these places that you wouldn't get to on any other cruise just because of where it's located and I think you get from what I've been told from people who have done it, you get much more it's not like these ports are like typical cruise ports where it's like, you know, t-shirt shop, jewelry shop. <laughs> um, these are actual locales within these countries and you kind of get a real genuine flavor of the of the culture and the place through it so one of these days one of these days i'm i look forward to doing one but all right that's going to do it for the news we're going to move on to rapid fire and i will begin oh she was not ready she's like oh my god oh my god there should be three stories oh there was three Hang on. I forgot two gun people. 
two at a time. Let's just See, all watch Teresa while I'm she ready. gets a rapid There's fire. a responsibility you get for sitting in that seat. That's to be ready. <laughs> no. Damn. Once again, I like sitting next to Pete versus sitting next to you. It's okay, honey. Okay. It's all good. Are we ready? Yes. yes. Okay. Always. New projection show starts at Magic Kingdom beginning this week, November 4th. Walt Disney World has announced that a new nightly projection show will premiere at the Magic Kingdom. Once Upon a Time will be hosted by Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Beast as she tells bedtime stories to Chip and takes guests on scenes from Disney favorites Cinderella, Peter Pan, Alice in Wonderland, and the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. So, there you have it. Some awesome. people are not happy about it. Some people are happy about it. I've got a couple of clients that are going to miss the old show. So, well, yeah. When's the last showing of the old show? Uh, I believe Thursday? it's going to be on Thursday. Uh, celebrate the magic while, you know, it, it's nice. Uh, the show has kind of run its course. It's been going on for a very long time. I know. Has it? Like a couple of years, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a long time, in my opinion. Um, it, it's a good show, and I like that they do switch it up uh, for the holidays. With Halloween, they add the little villains tag in there, and with Christmas, they added a little bit of the Christmas aspect to it. Uh, but just like anything, it needs to continue to yeah. update, and uh, especially with Disney and projection mapping technology, it has increased so much over the last several years uh just look at the star wars projection uh fireworks show that they have over at hollywood studios um it's just everything's evolved so much and uh i know this show isn't new it's coming over from tokyo disneyland so it's not the first of it but it's gonna uh it's gonna be the first that a lot of american audiences see of it so uh i'm i'm pumped i'm ready mrs potts I love Mrs. Potts. Yes. Do you think they actually got Angela Lansbury to lend her voice for this? You think or you know? I asked you. It was a question. Oh, I don't did know. I, I hope so. I'm yeah, glad yeah, they did. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you were making a statement or asking <laughs> a question. <laughs> we have to, we have, we have he does to, that poker face. We, we yeah. have, well, we, we've talked about inflection. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm the only one that didn't. Like, whoa, is he asking me or telling me? It was my bad. Okay. I am praying that. It, she would I would be, love that. Yeah. Well, she awesome? did. She did show up for that D twenty three event for yeah. Beauty and the Beast. You know, to sing the song. So I'm wondering that love she's Angela clearly Lansbury. still in the oh, deal. She, she just wrong. hit ninety. So you wow. can't go wrong. Yeah. No, you can't. She looks good. Away. Why does Mrs. Potts have an English accent, but her son's got an American accent? She's the father. The father. Yeah. The it she doesn't like, to, she doesn't like to talk about it. Chip wasn't <laughs> <in school. laughs> What was that? Chip wasn't schooled in England. You know. And Mrs. Potts is. Teapot. Here are we. You need uh, some lipstick for your rapid. <laughs> he wasn't a chip off the old block. A chip off the old block. No, oh. He wasn't. All right. Well, thank uh. you. Thank you, Teresa. Oliver. Hello. Um, Muff- <laughs> Take your lipstick away. Okay. Muppets themed Pizza Rizzo at Disney's Hollywood Studios is to open on November 18th. Do you think there is any possibility whatsoever? That'll be good. Switch to me. <laughs> he's so busy. He's so busy texting. Looking for my rapid fire. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Cool. Um, do you think there is any possibility that the pizza served, the pizza Rizzo, is going to be edible? Because I mean, we were all traumatized oh. by Pizza Planet. Well, it is a rat mascot, so I don't know that there. <laughs> I'd hope so. The amount of work they've put into building that thing, like it, it's been. The whole building's been like Disney, reconstructed. Okay, so look, I, it's not like an overlay. My, I imagine there's a new my kitchen. Peeps, my peeps in the Northeast and those in Chicago are going to bear me out on this. Disney and pizza yeah. is like... Mm. It's <laughs> not... has not traditionally been a good experience. I mean, you go to Viennapoli and Epcot. Yeah. There's better than decent pizza there. Still not, I don't think... At the level that we're used to, and well, good pizza in Florida, I find coming from the you know up in the north is is a hard good pizza is a hard thing to find. And when you do, you hold on to it with oh, both yeah. hands. Yeah. Uh, the place that uh, a place that I use is over on uh, Procolinos, over on Goldenrod, um, is 
A really, really great pizza. Yeah, I'm, I'm a New York style pizza. NYPD like, pizza, you got to give that a try. I love you, Chicago, but that's, that's well, unless it's a casserole, unless they're in the downtown <laughs> it's <a casserole>. area. <laughs> that's right, they might, I don't know. They're, they're expanding. They fly in their water. I think that's why it's pizza better. Rizzo. Oh. oh, it's the rat, not the pink lady. Yeah, pizza Rizzo. It's the. It's the uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I knew. Oh. <laughs> I just so, caught on to what you were saying. Well, I hope they do something. I hope they do something along the lines of Viennapoli. Yeah. With this, if they can make decent pizza, I'm not even asking for great pizza. I'm just saying something other than that cardboard with blood on it that they were serving oh my. at Pizza Planet. Um, I, I I'd be I'd be really happy. Yeah. So November 18th. You're November saying. 18th. Mickey Mouse's birthday. My, my father's birthday. birthday and the opening date for Pizza Rizzo. That's the Holy day. Trinity. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'll give it a go. I'm I'm easily impressed though. We've all found that out. Like as long You're as it, as long as yeah, as long as it has some taste to it, I'm there. I'm like, woo! This is I think awesome. you guys need to live live log that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So there's live. a lot of yeah. anticipation for. We'll it. take one for the team. So we'll go eat a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing lipstick. You're welcome, world. <laughs> <laughs> I will not go with him. I will let Steve go with him. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Oliver. Lady Clavin? Um, so the I got some holiday uh, news about Epcot here. And first up, they added two new um, narrators for the, uh, the Candlelight Processional. Um, from December 22nd to the 24th, we have Ming-Na Wen, who is the voice of Mulan and currently starring on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on ABC. And they added the uh, Iron Man of Baseball himself, Cal Ripken Jr., December 28th to the 30th. Um, and there is still one more slot open from December 7th to the 9th that they haven't announced yet. So maybe one more celebrity coming. But um, that's fun. I like when they bring in new people. And then Cal the- Ripken's done it before, hasn't he? Or no? No, no. No, I believe you reported when they first announced Cal Ripken Jr., so that's probably why it's in your memory oh. of that. So he's like one of the two new. Migna Wen was just added. Okay. Yeah. So, and yeah. they also announced that Jody Benson uh, was Cal. also going to be coming in so, because it was a part of Disney people were announced because Migna Wen oh. is a Disney person too. True. Ming, Jody Benson wasn't announced before. Her husband's doing it too this year, so you can see. Is it all he really? Oh, yeah, whoa, a, that'd be awesome. Robbie's doing it December tenth to the twelfth. No, she, that's not her husband. Her husband, Robbie no. Benson, was the voice of the Beast. Oh, that's why I got it mixed up. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, aren't they related I'm to like, each other? And now then, I, you know, I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh. Now, now understand oh, something. Robbie? Understand something yeah. that Jody Benson's husband is a Broadway oh, star in his own right. Oh, amazing yeah. singer, what's, what's an amazing name? singer. Um, um, he was on the cruise, wasn't yeah. he? We have a yeah. video where he, he, did, he did from uh, Les Miserables. Was it Roy? No. Oh, what was what, what, what song did he do? Ray Benson. Ray, 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 okay. That's why I get them mixed up because of the R. And I thought, oh, they got the husband Let's find too. that. Let's find that clip and put it in the show notes. He did okay. bring Ray him Benson. home. He did bring him oh, home. Oh, I'm getting chills just thinking about yeah. that. Let's not talk over oh, each other. He did on our last podcast cruise, did bring him home from Les Miserables. And. Just yeah. stopped the show, and he gave up his career on Broadway to focus on her career, take care of the kids, Aww. and so that she could have her. You know, once, once, uh, once she got tapped mm. to do the Little Mermaid, um, she, uh, you know, that's kind of how how that went, which I thought was really cool. And he's amazing. To, the whole family's really talented. Um, so, because the kids sang too, the right? Kids sang. Yeah. It was, it was really cool. First, it was yeah. really, really cool. So, yeah, let's make sure we put a link to that video of uh, Ray Benson singing uh, "Bring Him Home." Yeah, that was well, something so, else. But uh, you're thinking of Robbie Benson, <laughs> yeah, who was the voice of the Beast. That's why that, I, I don't, I don't know how I, I mean that. Like, stuff, I mean but. that's where he that's where he connects to Disney. I mean, yeah. Robbie Benson's had a. a Oh, he's pretty long career been around yeah. forever, yeah. Um, of his own. So, uh. Well, I've got some fun other updates, too. There's uh, some new food and beverage kiosks coming to Epcot for their holidays around the world. Um, and they've added several new food items. Um, that celebration begins November 25th and goes to the 30th. There is Prost in the... Am I saying that right? Prost. Prost. 
Prost in the uh, German Pavilion, which will offer artisan cheese plates or uh, sour braten with red cabbage Ooh. and spatzel. That sounds Spetzel. awesome. Special. I, I should have just had you read this one. There, there'll be al- alcoholic ciders, hot Williams punch, caramel kiss, featuring the Werther's caramel and uh, glue wine, uh, which is very good. I had glue that glue wine. Morning. Glow wine. It's like this hot wine that you drink. I I discovered it in like February or March of this year. It was really cold one day, and someone was like, "Have some glue wine." Is it just glow wine? Glow wine. Glow wine. Glow wine. I don't know. Anyway, if you want a classic American holiday, you can go over to the American Adventure Pavilion, and they will have dishes that include uh, roasted turkey with stuffing, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, seared pork tenderloin with green bean casserole, roasted sweet potato wedges, champagne demi with a champagne demi glaze, um, some shipyard eggnog, white porter aged on bourbon. Interesting. Um, I love these fragmented sentences you're yeah. speaking. So, no, it's I, really sorry, helping me I'm understand. for the one bit that I'm looking forward to the most. <laughs> what is yeah, Fire right. Nog? The Alpine House? Oh, Fire Nog, yeah. the eggnog with fireball whiskey yeah. mixed into it. Oof. Yeah. Oh. That sounds amazing. Just like Oof. Mama used to make. Just wow. Like Mama. <laughs> um, then there's the Alpine House between Morocco and France, which will serve duck confit, dumplings, and roasted Brussels sprouts with a fig reduction. Ooh. See, now, I, I love that they are kind of introducing, you know, they did it with Flower and Garden, now they're doing it with this. Uh, they're introducing this food and wine type mm. aspect into these events, I think is a smart idea. I think they run the risk of beating the concept into the ground. Yeah. Uh, if they're not careful in term, and it sounds like they are being with this. Yeah, the menu they're, that they're you're careful. reading, it sounds like these are items that are holiday inspired. Mm-hmm. So it kind of adds to the yeah. overall theme. If they just start getting generic with this stuff, um, then they, they run the risk of, of just kind of cannibalizing food and wine, I, I think. It sounds, I, sorry, I was going to say, it sounds like they're doing a good job keeping it very holiday-oriented, because some of the other booths, there's one called Feast of the Three Kings, um, uh, and which that celebrates uh, the Latin Festival of the Three Kings Day. Um, and then there's another one that offers some seasonal southern delights uh, that I guess are traditional meals as well, in addition to having, like, just themed holiday stuff around the park as well. So I, I enjoy like this idea. almost this sort of year round food and wine. I mean, for some for some people that can't make the Flower and Garden Festival or food and wine yeah. that, that choose to come during the holidays every year, they get a taste of, yeah. of this too. No pun. I like that it rotates too. You know yeah. that it's not it's not just the same stuff. Yeah. So it's not just the food and wine booths. Now it's like what you said, Flower and Garden or this stuff. And, right. Yeah. You know, just keep adding holiday we're, stuff. Yeah, we're just going to have like just, a gap in the summer. Really. Right. Yeah, this one I think it's most important because, you know, Epcot always has done a really good job at representing different countries' traditions with uh, Christmas, but they they never really have gone full board uh, with the food aspect of it. And, you know, so having uh, stuff for Three Kings Day, that's Mm -hmm. that's very cool because a lot of times in Florida you don't see that. I know it's highly celebrated out in California. California Adventure does a lot, but I'm excited about this. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, I think it feels a lot um, like having the whole food kiosk thing feels a lot better for uh, this time of year, like Christmas time of year. Um, It always felt like a bit of a stretch to me, like Flower and Garden. You know, it's like it's about Flower and Garden. It's like why why the food stands. No, I see. I I disagree. I think it it was brilliant, and I think it one of the things that really helped it to work was. Well, especially for Flower and Garden, I thought the quality of the food was just amazing. I mean, really great stuff. But it was different stuff than what we get at Food and Wine. And it was more in line with that Flower and Garden yeah. vibe in terms of fresh, you know, locally sourced kind of stuff. T- type stuff, spring stuff, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think if they pay attention to those details, as they do this, if they really go out of their way to look for those dishes and those items that really fit with the overall theme of what's going on, mm-hmm. that they just end up taking it to another level, uh, these experiences to another level. And like I said, I think it worked brilliantly with Flower and Garden. Uh, obviously, food and wine is, I think, everybody's favorite. I've never yeah. heard anybody say, oh, I hate food and wine. Yeah. Um, so I'm 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 really I, I have a good feeling that this will be successful. Uh, I'm certainly hoping for it. 
Yeah. So when does that start? Um, the twenty uh, fifth of November. So I, I think that might be Thanksgiving the day. weekend. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, because the twenty fourth. So it's the day after Thanksgiving. It starts. Yeah. Day okay. before cool. my wedding anniversary. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I'll have to go over without my husband. I'm surprised they didn't do a, a preview like they did for. Um, <laughs> Because we, we we attended yeah, those two uh, previews, I'm surprised they didn't do one for this too. I don't know. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Fingers crossed. But yeah, something right. to look forward to. Thank you, Rhino. Corey. All right, sticking with the holidays, uh, more details have been announced about the the new Christmas tree trail coming to Disney Springs this holiday season. Uh, there will be 15 trees, all inspired by certain Disney characters or stories. The Disney Parks blog says guests will wind through a lovely winter wonderland, complete with a gentle snow fall toy soldiers uh singers and plenty of opportunities for photos the list of trees include uh mickey and minnie mouse disney villains moana beauty and the beast the little mermaid cinderella princess and the frog alice in wonderland frozen the jungle book mulan 101 Dalmatians, tangled mary poppins and the muppets um and this will start uh november 11th and it will go through january 8th and it starts around the once upon a toy near the fountain in the marketplace you think they say like soft? What was the word you used for the snowfall? Soft snowfall? Uh, uh, gentle? Com- complete with a gentle snowfall. Yeah, you think they put that in there just because they're like, eh, as opposed to a driving yeah. blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can walk through a blizzard by the frozen tree, right? That'd be awesome. I think this is going to be great. Uh, we also have information that um, each area at Disney Springs will be themed differently. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the, the landing will be more of a uh, steampunk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, each area will be themed uh, with a different style of Christmas. Very excited to see what they do at Disney Springs. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Um, I agree. First, for its first Christmases. And I'll actually Disney go Springs. shopping there for Christmas, right? Instead of just going over just to hang. Yeah. Like it used to be, just, okay, we're going to downtown Disney. But now I want to go there to actually do Christmas shopping. It will be a destination yeah. for sure. Yeah, no I'm question. I'm excited about it. Yeah. No question. All right, thank you, Corey. Gregory? Okay, so we announced uh, a couple weeks back about Jingle Bell Jingle Bam on the show, and uh, now we know about what's actually taking place with the dessert party that uh, we previously announced. Um, it will cost $69 for adults, 39 for children ages 3 to 9. Tax this is for a dessert party? Included, yes. Um, what yes. are they going to do to me for $69? <laughs> so um, the items that will be planned with the event include a Santa Mickey chocolate cupcake with peppermint bark. Yeah. Sounds nice. They're going to bring back the nitrogen dessert station. So they'll do the like the truffle ice cream, whatever, drop it in, make it hard. Mm. Um, beer, wine, specialty cocktails, hot cocoa. And specialty non-alcoholic beverage. <laughs> you are this. a child. It's just what happens when I. This is what happens when you hire eighth graders. Uh, I don't laugh at stuff like this. So I, I got to do the the Star Wars dessert party that happens in the same section for that fireworks show. Uh, the thing that I really believe why it is something to really think about doing it you get the absolute best view for these fireworks shows without having to wait at all for them was and it the same price for the star wars one yes i believe it's 70 the, bucks the same price yep so and I, I didn't pay whenever i did this star wars one it was part of an event is there seating or is it standing it is seating with plenty of tables enough for everyone i'm sure you could request seating if you uh, really needed it i'm sure they would be able to make that happen as well too um, but it was the desserts were actually good. They didn't run out of anything. They kept kept it up for the Star Wars. They give you a little present with that, so I'm sure they'll do it with this one as well too. Um, and they they already said they'll give you the the fun 3D hollow specs that will make the fireworks turn into like gingerbread men and candy canes. Uh, but really, you're paying for the view. Uh, there are some drugs you can take to do that. You don't have glasses. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm actually. What was, the, what was the gift? Was it the lightsaber suppository thing? No. Oh this, my! It was, it's on the wall it's, next I don't want to ruin it for people. Oh. You get a you get a special mug if you oh, do. You said, oh. a, you said so. a gif? Like that, a, that would be a funny gif. A gift? <laughs> no, I'm. <laughs> I, I just have the, the vision of a, life, a, 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 a lightsaber suppository in my head now. You were the one who made that joke to me when we went to the Star Wars breakfast. They gave us these white Oh, you're not even giving credit. Where you and you pushed them and they changed different colors. You have one on the wall right there. 
right. lightsaber suppository. Craig, do me, do me a favor. Just sniff it. Just <laughs> <laughs> Okay. God. All right. So thank you. Thank you, Craig. Uh, before we wrap up, I just, since we've been talking a lot about holiday stuff, uh, Craig and I thought it would be a good idea just, you know, because now that Halloween is over, we are staring down the barrel at holiday season 2016. And uh, want to just kind of go around and see what is everyone looking forward to. I can tell you now that um, I I can't say too much because I'm planning I'm pl- nothing major, but I'm just planning some nice little surprises for certain members of my family. A member of my family who I know is watching right now. <laughs> um, so, but there are you know candlelight processional. Is something that's a tradition for mom and I. Um, so uh, we're going to be doing that this year. Um, I'm not saying when because I'm doing something special. I can't wait. I'm really excited. It's going to be great. Um, but no, I'm not whispering nothing. I'll tell you after the show. Everybody's going to turn um, their volume up. <laughs> uh, so that that's always candlelight processional with a dinner at Rose and Crown has just become like our go our go to thing. And that's the thing about Rose and Crown is that I think a lot of people dismiss it because British food has this really unfair now reputation of not being any good. And so I remember the first time I went to England. What? He cuts to me. As soon as you said British food is no good, straight to me. <laughs> um, and I remember the first time I went to England, and I'm, you know, eating something. I'm like, this food's really good. It is. Um, and I find that Rose and Crown is, you know, my, my brother-in-law, Bob, who was uh, down here last year, went and they ate there. And he said, he goes, that was as close to being home as I've had in a long oh, time. That's cool. So cause he's, he's British. Clearly, so um, I, I always I always look forward to that. Of course, Mickey's very merry Christmas party is uh, is a must do uh, every year. Uh, but what about you guys, Teresa? What is it you look forward to? I look forward to. Um, I'm looking forward to one of these Tootsie Pops. Leftover Halloween candy, trick or treat. That's all you have left. Well, no, there's a huge so freaking bag of it at home. But well, where's the rest? Of, where's the other items? Where's like just that's all she you had? Was, the chocolate doesn't get passed out. You just got to come privately and eat that with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't pass that out. Um, the very merry Christmas party starts the season for me because we do it so early, right? That I don't know, but yeah, Monday. I am right on Monday. Yeah. I, the thing I'm most looking forward to this year. That involves Disney. Stop. Is uh, will you stop? Talk about eighth grade. <laughs> Good lord, Pete. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't doing anything. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, Disney Springs. I want. I I'm, I'm really excited about that. I took um, downtown Disney. We never went as a family because it just. It just didn't seem to fit for us. Stop! Just stop. I'm going to look this way. I'm going to apply lipstick in the Ollie way. <laughs> um, anyway, um, but the whole family has been to Disney Springs, and we love it. So I think it, we're, I'm excited about that. I am very excited to see what they do at yeah. Disney Springs for the holidays. And on a personal note, I'm very excited about getting the, the baking and the cooking started. And, mm-hmm. you know, and the, I, I, I look forward to it. I look forward to doing the baking and the cooking yeah. and that stuff. The problem is, it's just like I'm creating things I have to resist. Yeah. And you create that's... those for us anytime you want. Well, I do. I mean, yeah. that. Well, did you try that pumpkin? Oh, I did. And I'm going to ask you for the recipe because I actually thought that was really cool. It, it, it tasted much different than I expected, but it was like really good. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's Pillsbury crescent rolls. That's what I was wondering because that's what he, Craig said it reminded it him a of a pumpkin, cinnamon roll. Yeah, it's a pumpkin. Uh, yeah, I'll take it. I'll okay, take well, it. I wasn't very... done, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Listen, remember a couple of years ago when we did the cookie thing? You no. might have been. Oh, I thought that was so much fun. Y'all made y'all. Yeah, oh, I remember that. Yeah, what did you explain I think to Craig me? What's and the I were the only thing? two here that were there. No, Julie. Oh, yeah, at that show. On we that were the show, only two yeah. there. Yeah, my cookies. If you What'd can't remember those. Yeah, your cookies were. They were in my we car made cookies for two and months. brought them and shared the recipes with 
the listeners. You should do that on Disney on the pop thing. Oh, that's no. a good idea. We'll do that on this show. Okay, let's do it on the- we'll do it on this show. Good idea. Teresa. We'll do that. We'll do that. We'll, we'll do that on our last show. Because the last of the year. time we did, I was sick oh, and I couldn't cute. do. Remember, I planned yeah, the whole freaking thing and I couldn't be here. It was so. Devastating. We'll do that our last show of the year in December. Ooh. We'll do. We'll make our own. We'll make our own cookies and. Bring them and share the recipes. Oh, I'm going to do my family, my, the one my grandma makes, because she gave me the recipe last year. So that, What kind of fun. cookies? They're just the standard chocolate chip, but... She, it's what just, makes them special? I don't or know. my grandma's. They just come out very distinctly, like, I know up. that's my grandma's huh? cookie. I, I don't know why it's different, <laughs> Julie's on that show. I made them, and they're great, so... Corey. That'll be Julie's week. You both should be here. I want I want a Louisiana king cake as your cookie. That's what I want. Oh, get the little baby. That's the wrong time I have time a website. Year. <laughs> and I want something traditional from your people, Oliver. Oh, does it have to be a cookie, or can I bring you something else traditional? It's got to be sweet. English oh, fish wise. fingers and custard. Can I? No, it's. A I cookie might bring show. you uh, some black pudding. I'll bring you Ooh. that. Do you know what that is? Is that the thing we set on fire? It's blood sausage. Oh, oh, oh I, I've actually tried that. Or do you, you like it? It's OT, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Food. It's full yeah. of iron. It's breakfast food. It's full of iron. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'll make you something English. I'll find you something. Yeah. Can you do bread pudding? No, you just I make can it, make bread pudding. Make a damn batch of cookies and bring the recipe. Okay. Just bring cookies. <laughs> I'm going to put the union jack on them. That's I what have, I'm going to do. Yeah. I have something that should be your sign-off piece. Slice it out of the package and put the little flag on it. All right, well, what about you, Oliver? What are you looking forward to? This year? This is like my second Christmas in the States now, so like I've not made any new traditions, so I'm looking forward to making new traditions. Right now I'm planning on – I've got a nice space in my new place upstairs. Where people can see, because I live on the second floor. It's like a big balcony. Stand at the window and they watch you? Yeah, they've called the police a few times. Mm. Um, (laughs) I want to get some of the projection. They've got Disney sell these like light projection kit things. So instead of putting lights on your house, you can. I've seen those. Yeah, I know. They they don't sell them at Disney, but you can get them at Lowe's. Um, And you can project like. Uh, like Mickey Mouse's and um, like fireworks onto your house. Well, I want to do that in my little space I've got because I've seen somebody else do it. So I know. It oh, can that's be done. cool. It'll probably so work best in a right little now. space. In not. Yeah. Yeah. Projector, I read some it's reviews. A, it's an outdoor projector. Yeah, it's an outdoor projector. They're like fifty yeah. bucks. You just put them in your garden. They, some, they look better than the lights. They're so much easier than the lights, and it even makes but noise. They, my like neighbor does that. Yeah, my neighbor does that. Sometimes yeah. it looks like it's snowing on his house. Yeah. Other times it's all it's like a little light show. But no, they do official Disney ones, and you can see like fireworks in the shape of. Mickey Mouse like Pete's I'm not going right to turn now. my head but Pete's Ordering Googling it, it am I right <laughs> I believe he is yeah. I'm on Lowe's website right now there you go that's really cool so I think that's what I'm going to do I think we'll see Make how a do you anchor it so nobody steals it though well mine, he's mine's on, on the second floor, floor yeah. and it's on oh, myself oh, okay. they managed to do it I'd be very impressed <laughs> I'd be more impressed I probably wouldn't call the police on principle I'd just let them keep it please don't break into where I live oh what yeah, about, that's what, what I'm about doing. little family things? Are you are you going to be with your family at Christmas? Or are they no, over? unfortunately not. Yes, they're, his family, Spencer, his husband. Oh, well, yes, yeah, sorry. Well, besides that Spencer, part, yeah, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about mom and dad. I'm yeah, I know. You've got to be with yeah, your mom I, Well, my mom knows she's going to be at home in England, so we'll FaceTime her on Christmas Day okay. and... Uh, yeah, we'll King's have, day have a moment. Oh, Boxers Day. Boxing Box, day. Boxers Day. Boxers Day. Boxing Day. Boxing day. So. Boxers Day. Yeah. Everybody wears no, boxers. I'm looking forward to that. I'm Just also looking boxers. forward to Thanksgiving as well. Like, I've yeah. Actually, I, I quite enjoy Thanksgiving. I think it's great that you get to eat two huge meals before the New Year. Right? So. Isn't that yeah. awesome? And for that one, we're going up to see Spencer's family. So. That's sweet. Yeah. Well, these are interesting. Yeah, do you like <laughs> them? Cool, aren't they? <laughs> We got studio effects coming in 2017. You could make yeah. it snow on the walls, the window. Oh, what we'll do, we'll like close the curtain maybe or something, and yeah. do like a little effect behind you. I'd like a host. Donald Duck overlay. I'm oh. enough of an effect. I, I, I I'm looking forward to. Um, Were you I, asked yet? I don't think Pete asked you. Yeah, you. Oh. <laughs> excuse me. He's <laughs> busy. You, you want to we'll switch to him? You. His turn. Okay, go ahead. I'm looking forward to tell us what are they doing for Christmas at Parliament House. Yeah. Um, what, what is happening at Southern Nights this year? I'll, I'll let you all know. If you don't find me, I'll tell you the bushes to look for. But it's um, Craig told me about. Uh, I didn't know that Hoopty Do Review adds like a special holiday segment on, and uh, we love Hoopty Do Review. So. If if we're talking about like what we look forward to Disney Watt, I I missed it last year when you told me about it. So like I'm kind of looking forward to like going there because it's it's fun and um, 
I don't know. That that's the Disney thing, and Disney Springs obviously mm. sounds really cool, especially if there's going to be a gentle snowfall or a gentle, yeah. delicate gentle. snowfall or whatever they said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like all like I I love to I love decorating for Christmas and crafting for Christmas the same way I love it for Halloween. Mm. Only I wish there was more dress up oriented not your slutty elf thing but the or dress up more uh, chances to dress up yeah but but it's you like, can dress up look, don't you have ho- don't you have holiday aprons well i have like elf underwear that's about it but um oh, i have holiday aprons it's um i know but i look forward to like finding a fun holiday oriented craft to do or something like that i don't know fun holiday drink to find this year you know what i need and you need to make them for me little little animals yeah. That like are setting in the gentle snowfall around the little Christmas tree on the back of my piano. I need you to make me a little paper. Sure, animals. he has a setting set up. It's all set. It's just and then Earl comes along it. and kills it all. But no, I just need I need little animals to go next to my little weird little natural trees on the. Oh, back I wasn't of my sure piano. if it was like the animals from the manger scene that you're looking for, like a camel or something. Or, oh no, I already were the have camels that. there. I don't know. Oh. Well, that camel was there at the birth of Christ. I don't know. I wasn't present for the event, so I really can't. Ask me. Yes, they were there. Your birthday's in December. I assumed you knew. Everything. Oh, we all look forward to that. We're going. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. You guys all. We all answered incorrectly. The number one answer was Pete's birthday. <laughs> I was making notes. Just taking names. <laughs> But yeah, hoopty doo. Maybe we can all do it as a group and do like a fun. Because I haven't been to hoopty doo this year, and I thought I think that the holiday themed one would be like that I don't would know, be fun. Yeah, it'd be it would fun because you know they do special events down there for Christmas the same way they do for Halloween. They do they still do the carriage the holiday? Oh, that is drive? so much fun with the caroling and the, the carriage and you're driving along. Yeah, oh, I, oh, that's fun. They used to do that. I, I did it a couple years ago. I've never done it, but I, something it's fun something to look forward to. The horses are all jingling along and. You got a blanket, but it's too hot. But it's fun. <laughs> is it fun, Teresa? I'm not sure. It's fun. I'm telling you, it's fun with a capital F. All right. Thank you, Rhino. What about you, Corey? What are you looking forward to? I think we already mentioned Disney Springs, but I'm looking forward to that. Um, I think uh, as far as the theme parks go, I want it with the kids. I want to do. Uh, I want to try ice at Gaylord Palms again. Now that they're oh. older, um, Gaylord Palms is really nice uh, during Christmas. And now they're older, I think they might enjoy it more. Uh, I think at home, I'm looking forward to uh, bringing the uh, the Elf on the Shelf back out because the kids, they really behave. Uh, you know, they're, they're much they're, better they're, behaved. They're, they're this incredible time of year. when <laughs> the Elf on the Shelf is watching their every move, and it's fun. Like for for me and Julia, that we every every night the kids go to bed, we you know shh try to don't. Oh come on, he's. Oh, no. Oh, and then Penny Marie will come along and tear and the little we, elf up. We, uh, that's something I'm not looking forward to. We have a, a new cat in the house, and so I'm not sure how um, that cat's going to react to our our trees. So It'll be fun. There's just so much to look forward to. Do you to. have a chimney in your house? We do. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I was going to ask what the explanation was here in Florida. You, you know, there's up. all kinds of... You know what? When I moved to Florida eight years ago, I was so worried about Christmas. And it not being right, you know? But it is so perfect. I'm, I'm totally over the... It's great having Christmas down here. I really, it really thought, is. how am I going to do this without Should snow and sweaters? Should we do Cracker Christmas and, again? I love Cracker... I'm doing Cracker Christmas. I love Cracker Christmas. Yeah. Oh, wait. Can somebody we're on the explain cruise? what it is? It just oh. We're on the cruise. We're going to miss it. Unless we literally get off the ship, because I think it's that weekend. It is. I think no, it's that it's weekend. No, it's the week... It's, it would be... Is it the second one or the first? Would it be the day before we leave or the day after we get back? I don't know. i got to look. Well, we gotta look that up. I'll tell you this though. I mean, I love the weather here, um, but during Christmas time, I live vicariously through my friends on Facebook that live up north and seeing yeah. snow. Yeah, it's like we literally go swimming. I think last this this past year, we last year we we could we were able to swim that day. It was that hot, which is cool. December third and fourth. No, no, it's it was hot. So it is that weekend. We could go up well, the day Saturday. before that Saturday. Yeah, we could go up and do Chris, uh, crack of Christmas, Christmas then. Get that beef jerky again. Oh, that was good. I ordered it online. So for those who are not then. familiar with what we're talking about, um, we can the weekend. We, can I speak? Yes. <laughs> um, the weekend of December third and fourth in uh, Christmas, Florida, which is about oh about an hour from property, I would yeah. guess. Um, they have what they call Cracker Christmas, and is every bit as scary as you think that name implies. Um, but it's a lot of um, you know. Well, first of all, we are way outside the tourist corridor here um, in that in that area, and uh, it's very local. 
It's very... Um, uh, a, lot of, a lot of wreaths with shotgun shells. Very rustic. Okay. Are you trying to tell me it's as racist as it sounds? Have you very rustic. Oh, you didn't go. No. You were around. Oh, um, you're going to love it. And, um, He's beating around the bush. Yeah, yeah I'm trying not to offend anybody. <laughs> um, but a lot, of, a, a lot of great crafts and foods and... It's huge. I mean, there's yeah. like, but, it know, goes on for, for days. It's not done in a way that they're trying to offend anybody or that they're trying to be It's cultural. weird. It's yeah. just a culture. And it's. Well, here's it's, the thing. Do they get if asked to go wanna, through the metal detectors? No. If you want to see what it looks like, you can watch Pete go through Crack of Christmas because there right. is a little video recorded last from, last year. from last year that is up on our Dis Unplugged mm-hmm. Gator YouTube channel. Bite. So I mean, check that out. Let's make sure we put a link to that in, too. We'll do. Um, I so, forgot all yeah, about Cracker it. Christmas. So. Yeah. Gosh, I should carve a couple you, hours. You guys out. should do Cracker Christmas. Yeah, we've so. never been. Really? Looking for something new to, new to do. Yeah. It's new yet old. It's comforting. What about you, Gregory? Oh, well, I'm all over the place. I, I too, I'm very excited for ice. Um, I haven't bought my tickets yet, but I already have the date scheduled out that I will be going with friends and family this year. So I'm very pumped after getting to see it for the first time last year. That's it's right. One of the coolest pun also intended thank you thank you uh, of course i'm excited for jingle bell jingle bam um that's it. it's a great new show um haven't seen it yet very excited too i'm excited that the christmas party is going to change a little bit with the new uh the new show that's taking place in uh on cinderella castle stage uh that's it's needed changed up for a little while now so uh, i'm very much looking forward to it i think it's going to bring a new life to the party uh that for repeat visitors you know might be getting stale this might take it up a notch make it uh, worthy to try over again and uh you know as for as for outside of disney property i'm just excited to to have a christmas in my in my new home so for the very first time yeah really. that's right it's your first year in the new house yes so i'm you're gonna do lights and everything Oh, of course, yes. So, yeah. you know, there's a lot of there's going to be a whole lot of Clark Griswold going on at that yeah. house. Oh, oh real, there is. real tree, fake tree. Um, unfortunately, I do a fake tree down here. You can't get you can't get good real trees down here. You can buy the you just can't the pine smell though. I noticed at Lowe's the other day. You can buy the um, fake pine smell to put near your tree, so you can give the impression. We still do that. real. You just it, you can't match a good. Well, you can't tree. match it, but I, it's all I got, you but know. And I'm not putting up fakes. So. I I have I bought the best fake tree that I could find, the one that was most realistic, and it is absolutely beautiful. And I can't wait to yeah, put it up. We this have year. artificial in the bedrooms, but the living room one has to be real. I look forward to the movies too. I love Christmas movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Christmas yeah, Vacation. Yeah, love it. That's a must do. All right. Well, thanks everybody. That was a enjoyable. Mostly conversation. Um, that will do it for this episode of our show. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back with you again next week with another edition of the Diz Unplug. Thanks for being with us, everyone, and remember, stay out of the damn lakes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>